for context, we've averaged around, what, $13,000 each month over the last four months with our own books. In this episode, you will discover the best way to build your authority, grow your podcast, and monetize your show without asking your audience for a single dime. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. In this episode, you will discover how to turn your podcast content into a profitable, self-published book, common mistakes we see people make when trying to launch their books, the review strategy we're currently using to help clients rank their books higher on Amazon so they can actually profit from their book, and finally, why we believe this is the best monetization strategy for podcasters in 2024. So let's dive straight into the episode. Hello and welcome back to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. My name is Anthony Winery. I'm Ty Gaucher. And in this podcast episode, we're going to go over a strategy that we are currently working on and building out case studies when it comes to helping podcasters publish, self-publish books and start profiting from their own shows. So we just want to, honestly, for us, we're really excited about these projects that we're working on in the background. Of course, Very excited. Of course, we have the Get More Listeners Academy, which is our personalized one-on-one program, where we help podcasters turn a slow and steady growth into a rapidly growing positive ROI show in around six months. So that's the personalized side of things, but we've also got another project where we're helping, again, podcasters launch their, their own book and using the podcast content of their show. So right. I want to give you a, a sneak peek and behind the scene why we're really excited about it and why it could be an opportunity that you might want to explore in the future when it comes to monetizing your own show. That's right. Firstly, this is this probably seems left of field, right? So why books and why us, Anthony? No, that's a great question. So I guess in terms of books, so if you're new, maybe you're, you've been, been listening for a little while. Me and Ty got our foot in the podcasting world by publishing books four years ago. Fuck, it's four, four years ago, mate. Wow. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Nearly, nearly. In March is four years. So yeah, in March of close. 2024, it'll be four years where we've stepped our foot into the podcasting world but honestly, it started with the publishing world, right? So for anyone listening that doesn't know, we've spoken about it in recent episodes, Or, but to give you full context, we initially published books under the pen name Daniel Larson, <laughs> <laughs> which is so random now, it isn't is. it? In hindsight, we probably wouldn't have done that knowing we'd be where we'd be today, but there yeah. was lots of reasons for the decision, which again, we've gone over in past episodes. But we launched two books. One of them failed horrendously, and one of them is still one of the best-selling, if not actually the best-selling, podcast book on Amazon today. Yeah, It's called Podcasting Made Simple. And we've now followed on. We've had multiple bestsellers and actually just the leading podcast book brand on Amazon under Daniel Larson. Now, that's all great, but let's give the exciting stuff. Let's give the numbers, Anthony. Yeah, so in terms of the numbers, and again, to, to begin with, this episode is going to sound like a big flex from our end. We promise it's not. It's just to provide context as to why we're really excited about this opportunity for podcasters, for you, when it comes to monetizing your podcast, because it is a totally new way, a new model of monetizing shows. So from our end, again, we built our authority, build ourselves up in the space, and over the last four years, we've sold around 40,000 books, which is incredible. Um, and we've made generated well over $200,000 um, from a publishing business, which, 
was pre- feels pretty nuts. And then from that, we've also experienced coaching thousands. I think of that between me and Tig, like over a thousand. And I think it's literally only just over a thousand yeah, yeah. business owners to publish books, not podcasts themselves, but business owners. So before me and Ty became actual podcast coaches, we actually helped other business owners publish their own books. I mean, that's for an opportunity that came from one of the programs we had joined early on in our experience. So overall, we've had a very positive experience when it comes to self-published books. And um, for those who aren't familiar, the model is relatively straightforward. So you have a niche, so a you know a, a category of an Amazon that you decide to that you want to publish on. You write a book and you do your research, or you get a ghostwriter, someone else to assist you with the writing of the book, and then you publish it on Amazon again with the hopes that Amazon, of course, has the inbuilt traffic. Right? They already mm-hmm. have what billion, not billion, like the biggest hundreds amount of, of millions, traffic, right? Of actual customers looking to buy. 100%. So the traffic's already there with Amazon because people are already purchasing from Amazon. And when you're able to publish a good book that gets ranked on Amazon, you can make a bit of money. We know you know, we know we people in the self-publishing space who are making like 100000 a month from self-published books from, and their brands. Books. And it's it's passive as well. It's, uh, it's a really impressive model that actually people don't think you can make an income from. Um, but we have ourselves and Absolutely. we've actually helped a lot of people do it and seen a lot of people do way better than us as well. 100%. Which is why we're very excited to talk about how that translates to podcasting because we know so many podcasters that we've worked with, that we've spoken with. It's pretty insane <laughs> how popular either someone... It's insane the number of podcasters who either A, have already published a book, B, are in the process of writing the book, or C, want, want to, to publish, publish a book. <laughs> oh, for sure. So yeah, it's been pretty insane, you know. So whenever we get on calls and we speak to our cl- our current clients or potential future clients, it always seems to get brought up. Always. And I'll be honest with you, like when for us, Tiger, I think the hardest thing when it comes to self-publishing books, because you mentioned most people don't make money, and that is true. Most self-published authors don't make shit. They just don't make money. And I guess why is that? I guess what are some of the common reasons that people don't make money? I- I'll kick kickstart it. So the first one I can think of is, they don't really have a strategy when it comes to monetizing their book. They want to publish a book more so for authority to be able to say, I've published a book, right? That's the main part. They haven't really got a, a monetization strategy. They just launch their book and then hope for the best. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's definitely a main one. I think, I mean, for me, I can think of three specific things or, or actually one is broad. The first one is just like, obviously, the book has to be good, right? And a lot of yeah. people fall at that first hurdle. The same way a podcast has to be good. And of course, we're talking about nonfiction kind of educational books that, that are conducive to your business. Correct. It has to, all of the things we talk about in terms of content strategy, making the podcast engaging from the off, incentivizing people to stick around, all of those principles still apply in book format, right? Or, or any kind of content format. So mm-hmm. a lot of people fall at that hurdle. But then let's say you do make an excellent book. A lot of the time, it still doesn't end up going and making money, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are really proud of the books they made because they're great products, but it doesn't yes. mean they sell. And same way a podcast can be a great podcast, but this means it's going to be growing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, there's, right so, there's so many parallels, isn't there, that is, we've discovered. The two reasons that come to my mind in terms of why actually most don't end up making an income is one, not the correct visibility on Amazon and to an audience. So when you say that, Mick, so I can imagine some listeners who aren't who don't understand the self-publishing model. When you say the visibility on Amazon, what do you mean by that? Sorry. Hey, I got you. I was about to explain. Oh, my God. Don't worry. I'm not leaving <laughs> people in the dark. So visibility on Amazon. When, If you think right now, as you're listening, when you go to buy something from Amazon, which we probably all do, 
you type in what you're looking for and you then see what comes up on the page one mm -hmm. and you buy from page one, right? It's basically yeah. as simple as that, right? Anything else, any other kind of strategy is, is very rare. Um, and of course, the same works with books. And, and maybe for you right now listening, you've already done that. Maybe you've looked for some... In fact, there will be people listening right now that have actually bought our books and have typed Correct. in podcasting book or how to start podcasting or how to grow a podcast or something like that on Amazon under books, right? And if you're listening right now and you have got Amazon up on your phone or on a laptop, literally go onto your search bar and type in podcasting. Don't even put into the category book. Just type in podcasting. Have a little scroll. I guarantee our books will be on page one. And again, unfortunately, under the pen name Daniel Larson. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's our book. It's big, bright yellow. It's hard to miss. But carry on, Tyke. So landing on page one. Right. But there's a strategy to that, right? Yes. And if you don't get on page one, then you, you're you not going to be able to sell any books to the people that are looking, right? And again, we talk about podcast SEO a lot. Same principle applies, right? Facts. If you are not on page one for your topic when someone types it on an Apple, then it's going to be very hard to grow your podcast, right? 100%. In fact, that's it, it's a bit more it's a bit more forgiving for podcasts because you will, you will still manage to get some downloads here and there, mm -hmm. even if you're not on the top page. It won't be anything crazy. But with book sales, you will just sell like zero in a month, yeah. you know, unless you've got some other form of promotion, right? So that's one thing, not knowing how to actually get the book visible on page one on Amazon, right? That's a big part of it. And that's something we have specialized in over the years, right? Mm -hmm. The other one, I mean, I know we, we both know what it is, right? Most people, when they launch a book, they're of course going for sales. Right? And a lot yeah. of people buy and they get friends and family and they promote it early. But Ty, dude, isn't that the goal? Shouldn't we be? <laughs> shouldn't the goal be, of course, launch a book, get as many people, your family, friends, your dog, your nan, everyone you know on, on earth to purchase the book and promote the hell out of it? That's the strategy that most influencers. That that's that's what you're meant to do, right? You're meant to just get as many sales as possible. Well, Anthony, when you buy something from Amazon, what's of course you have to see what's on the page, right? Out of what's on the page, what is one of the biggest factors you consider when deciding which product to, to go with? The cover? Yeah. What else? And the description, the author. Okay, so let's say there's two really good-looking books on the page. Which one are you more drawn to, or which one might you end up buying more? Um, It could be the cover, the title. Uh... Okay, all right. Let's say... <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Let's say one has 500 reviews and the other has seven reviews. I'll get the one that's got 500 reviews. Right, probably yeah. nine times out of ten, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and that is the other thing. Reviews are very key when it comes to Amazon. A lot more important than they are for podcast reviews. And extremely hard to get. Hard extremely to get. hard to get. And that kind of feeds into kind of the issue when it comes to just thinking, oh, you know what? Again, if you're thinking right now you want to launch a book, honestly, I, I can confidently say this, Take what we're saying as Bible, literally. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen this enough times to where we just know what works and what doesn't when it comes to publishing books. So most self-published authors or podcasters will just publish a book and sell to their audience or go on a guessing spree and try to sell more books. Mm -hmm. But the issue with that is one after initial, let's say 90 day, like 60 day launch phase after you've launched the book, yeah, you're going to have a massive buzz. You might make a couple grand, great. But once that buzz has died off because you haven't prioritized getting reviews for the book and you just focus on the sales side of the book, you get a couple grand and then that book will just flatline right. because you won't rack up the reviews because they are fucking difficult to get. They're very difficult to get. What we're saying just doesn't do it justice. No, does it? for context, I guess we can give a bit of context. So when, for me and Tig right now, if you look on to 
podcast and made simple. We've got around 400 reviews on that book. Like yeah. 400 plus reviews on that book over what? Over th- well, about three and a half years. Around over three and a half years. And that's taken a while to accumulate. For us, that was blood, sweat, and tears of day in, day out hustling sending out literally thousands of copies of our books yeah. to podcasters. And again, this is kind of how me and Ty learned the ropes, spoke right. to tons of podcasters, right. found out what works, found out what doesn't, got feedback on the book. That's how we got ourselves really yeah. integrated into community because we needed to get our books to more people. But mm-hmm. we weren't trying to sell, we were trying to get reviews and feedback on Amazon. Yeah, we didn't just get thousands of people to buy our books. We got thousands of people to read our books for free and we were giving them something of value. And they reviewed our book. 100%. Our goodwill. 100%. And the law of reciprocity. Yeah, I butchered that word. So that's not a word. The law of reciprocation, let's just say. (laughs) That's such an easier path to it. But yeah, and again, that kind of leads us to to, to, to the next point, which is our strategy when it comes to launching books and making sure that they're successful is really prioritizing, of course, making sure it's attractive, good cover, all that stuff. That's great. But is getting the most amount of reviews. And for us, that was one of the biggest struggles and grunt work that we had to do. But for you as a podcaster who's already building an audience, who's already highly leveraged when it comes to having access to people who want to read your book, you don't have to do that grunt work when you build up an audience. Your audience is already there and they would love to get their hands on your book and help you launch the book. And for us, this was a match made in heaven when we started working with podcasters and one-on-one. Like I remember the first client we got was a guy called Drew. Shout out Drew. and he was on the verge of quitting his show. He's got a Whiskey the Listery podcast, super successful now, and gets a thousand downloads per episode, etc. <laughs> and he publishes like once a month, which <laughs> yeah. not under our recommendations, but he's, he's now focused on his writing. And the reason is for him, again, he did what everyone else did. He just launched his book and thought, oh, let's just see how it goes. And was barely making anything. I think he was making maybe a, a few hundred each month. And when I started working with him, I made some changes to his book, showed him the, the review strategy, Helped him launch a few things, and now he's making you know a couple grand a month from his book. And again, pretty much all passive. Mm. He's then gone on to publish a second book and third book, and again, that income has only grown because he had an audience, because he could get reviews on the book, because he knew how to rank his book on Amazon. So when it comes to the everyday podcaster, if you're thinking about writing a book and, and want to do it, the reason why this is so exciting is because you're able to, number one, when it comes to the actual practical benefits type of having a book, number one is great for your authority. Right. It's a huge brand builder, right, Ty? Very good for it. And uh, um, having this as a brand building piece helps you stand out from everyone else who might be claiming to be quote-unquote an expert. But again, writing a book really puts you above the rest and then builds that brand awareness and authority. So that's the first thing. The second thing, which I think is absolutely insane, is when you do this right, because you have an audience, you're able to launch your book and get tons of review, again, by essentially bribing your audience, right? So what do I mean by that, Ty? <laughs> so instead of instead of trying to pitch and sell the book, what, what should people prioritize if they're trying to launch their book with a podcast? Giving your book out for free to your audience and getting your audience to review your book. Because that is actually what's going to create sales long-term. That's it. You can get some of your audience to buy your book, and of course only some of them will buy, and make some money in the short term and then not have any path to long-term sales of the book. Or you can actually provide more value to your audience, give them something for free that they'll love because they're a fan of you anyway and the book is valuable to them. Get reviews and then sell books in the long term and actually make a full-time passive income 
yeah. from a book <laughs> and kind of indirectly from the podcast, right? 100%. It's an it's an amazing opportunity that is a, a pretty well kept secret, I would say. Yeah. So yeah, so and, and when Ty talks about this whole idea of, of course, passive income, we, we generally mean I think publishing books is one of the most passive ways to make an income. So for context, we've averaged around what thirteen thousand dollars each month over the last four months with our own books. Mm-hmm. Um, not just our podcast, not books. just we our have some other books out books. as well, but the, the podcast and books are the best sellers at all time. Yeah. So that gives you a bit of context. And for us, we've literally, I don't think in terms of hours spent on it, honestly, maybe an hour spent looking at the dashboard each <laughs> accumulatively <laughs> each month, but we don't really do anything for it, right? Like we, we actually don't. No, no. <laughs> well, it no. was just crazy. But again, just goes to show that if you are a podcast and you think about writing a book, it's definitely the right option if you, again, have the right strategy in place. So we've mentioned one of the benefits is massive brand authority. The second piece is, of course, you have an audience that you can leverage with your strategy to monetize because you can give out a free copy of your book and in return, they'll review your book, helping you rank on Amazon higher. And this is amazing because it eliminates, if you're someone who doesn't want to sell all the time and maybe you want to just get your audience engaged, it's a great way to give back to your audience, to give them a free ebook copy, not a paperback, an ebook copy yeah that's a good that's a good point i'm glad you mentioned yeah because <laughs> i forgot and that would be very confusing to people so yeah digital copy or not i haven't sent out about thousands of free paperbacks or correct like that. so an ebook copy and then of course have them review it get them you give your feedback and then you launch with that the third thing that i think is really ridiculous but like honestly again this blows me away if you are an off owner if you have a service or you have your podcast of course you can essentially look at the past interviews you've had with guests or all of the content you've generated over the last couple of years with your show. And you can build out a content plan um, based off of the episodes you've previously done, based off of the knowledge you've accumulated over the last couple of years since you launched your show. And you have a lot of the content already mapped out for you in terms of what to include in your book. Again, this is nonfiction, how-to kinds of book. We're currently working with two clients, one's in the menopause niche, so like women, health and wellness. And then the other one is in the real estate and business space, so like mm-hmm. the investing kind of space. And they've interviewed top industry leaders, authority leaders, and they're using that information. We're helping them extract that information and consolidate that into a book. So we know the content is going to be top quality, right? So with that, you've got all the information, basically a lot of it outlined in terms of the contents of the book. Now, here's the crazy part. When you launch the book and you get the reviews and you do this correctly and you, you have the traffic on Amazon, we know it's going to be profitable because we can we can see whether it's a popular niche, a keyword. Again, same principles when it comes to SEO. When you launch this book and you're ranking high, Amazon pays you a royalty for each sale you make, number one. But Amazon also takes care of the chip shipping. They take care of the printing, mm-hmm. returns, everything because it's done for you service it's like a print on demand service so you haven't got to buy stock and invest in this and invest in that none of that you literally just have to upload the book and we help our clients do this and the book sells and you get paid for it so amazon pays you number one or royalty number two you're getting paid to essentially build your brand and become more of an authority figure in your space number three we're building out a strategy where essentially you can direct people to your podcast from the book. So you're basically saying Amazon will pay me to grow my brand, build my authority, 
get clients and please my audience. Correct. Damn. Yeah, it's it, honestly me and Tiger have nerded out so hard on this. But <laughs> no wonder we're making a completely random episode about this. <laughs> it's nuts. I'm we're, we're so excited because it seems like such a perfect pairing where most self-publishers struggle because they haven't got an audience. Most podcasters struggle to monetize, even if they have a massive audience, because number one, sponsors just they're just terrible. They just they're not the the pay isn't great. Number two, if you're running ads, again, the CPM is $25 or $50 per thousand listeners. You have to get tens of thousands of listeners for that to be worth it. Number three, you might not want to be too salesy. You might just want to sell a low-ticket product, provide extra value to your audience, and a book is a perfect way to do that. Not to mention, you're getting paid by Amazon to build your authority, to grow your podcast, because again, in the book, you can publish and talk about that. And also, if you have a back-end product, like an offer or coaching program, Clients will come from the book. We have had multiple clients from our book. Mm, our yeah. first, I think, our first official client. Our first came from client our ever book. was well, it, of course, naturally, right? That's how we transitioned, isn't it? Because we started getting people asking from what we did with the books. And all that to say, again, this is something that we're super excited about. But again, we're, we're building out more case studies in the background. We've of course got our case studies, but really helping podcasters execute on this. And we're sharing this because. We, like we mentioned in the last episode, we, we want to make sure that you, as, as a listener, you're up to date and have insight into what we're doing, what's working for our clients, what we're excited about, and where we see the future going when it comes to growing and when it comes to monetizing your podcast in the best way possible. Like, So we're just super excited about it. And we just, honestly, we just wanted to share it because we just thought um, someone working in the background and wanted to let you know all about it. So at least you've got a bit of insight in terms of what's working right now with clients, and also common mistakes people make when it comes to self-published books, why most people fail, and how you can make sure if you ever think about launching a book, or if you've got one in progress right now, it can be a success. So what is the call to action for this episode? Is there a call to action? No, I, I don't think there is. I think it's just, I'm hoping to just share some of the excitement. Yeah. <laughs> We're just excited and wanted to share this with you. Do with that information what you will. And you'll definitely hear about this from us in future as well.